The Drive Show with Peter Vlahos. Toolmark, your complete tool centre. Proudly WA owned and operated for over 40 years. Just uh, looking ahead to State of Origin, we're 25 minutes away from a start. A couple of late changes for the Blues, New South Wales, with Junior Palo and Cameron Murray benched for Regan Campbell-Gillard and Liam Martin, respectively. It's much of a muchness between the two Eels props, uh, who both, no doubt, play similar minutes. But the benching, I suppose, of South Murray, uh, who has shown he is capable of playing 80 has raised a few eyebrows. Uh, Liam Martin has played the entire year on an edge alongside this cohort of Panthers teammates, while Mar- Murray is both uh, returning from injury and more comfortable in the middle. So I suppose you can understand the logic. Uh, no such uh, late shocks uh, for Queensland, with coach uh, rookie coach Billy Slater naming an unchanged 17 uh, to take part in the uh, big match. Uh, so... Uh, there's only one tiny alteration with Jai Arrow named as the 18th man in Jersey 19 instead of uh, Tom Dearden. So that is the latest. Just uh, having a look at uh, seeing some of the late news coming through. In fact, Brad Fittler has just uh, said that he's confirmed what we thought, saying that Murray's return from shoulder surgery had played a part in his decision to start him from the bench. So that's the latest news uh, coming there from the state of origin, which we mentioned, is about uh, just over 20 minutes away. It gets underway at 10 minutes past six our time. All right, let's go back to that issue. Now, Luke Hodge is a seasoned football professional, uh, an outstanding leader at the Hawthorne Footy Club and, of course, a multiple premiership captain. And then, of course, he went up to Brisbane and installed a lot of leadership under the coach, Chris Fagan, who he knew from his Hawthorne days. He was asked his opinion about culture at a footy club, of course, all pertaining to the Melbourne Football Club. And Luke Hodge said this, and it's very interesting listening, actually, regarding uh, what can affect the culture of football club and whether the incidents involving Stephen May, and particularly Jake Melksham, who was told by Stephen May reportedly and allegedly that if he'd played in the grand final last year, they wouldn't have won. And the disrespect to Melksham is part of a culture that could fracture a club. Here's Luke Hodge. The drinking one, as far as a a culture stuff, yes, that's important for the concussion. But as far as the team environment, that's not as as big as the respect that he had and what he showed um, Melksham. Go go on to the drinking one. We all know now that drinking after concussion, how serious it can be. You look at the past players that have been affected by concussion and, and brain injuries um, and what the AFL are trying to do to stamp it out with missing the 12 days and, and all that stuff. So that is that is so important. And that's the the same as the drinking on a six-day break, how important it is and, and just those guidelines that they want to stick to to be professional. But what I look at more and which I think as a team culture more serious as one is the disrespect you have for a teammate who how, – how this starts and, and – I've seen it so many times over over 20 years of being in football and, and the stories you heard prior to me getting into the system was probably worse where it all starts with a few beers and they're having a bit of fun and a little bit of banter but then as soon as someone gets one up on a banter then they're going to come back with a little bit more personal and then <coughs> pardon me, and then it gets a little bit more personal and then all of a sudden it gets to a stage where you cross the line. And you as a premiership teammate saying that to someone who has not played in a premiership who missed out and what was it? If you had played in the grand final, we would have lost. That's And people say it's only words, but once you've had a few beers and your ego's getting hit in front of your teammates, 
Does that now look through and go, hang on, do the other players who didn't play in that grand final, does May have the same respect for us as what he showed Melcham? And and, and you can understand afterwards, May goes, we made a, a silly mistake, I said the wrong thing and all that, but these are the little divides that can happen. The fact that next time he's having a few beers, is he going to say something to someone else? Does he really believe it or was it just the alcohol talk? And it's these little fractions that might split the 22 that played and the guys that weren't in that group wishing they they were there and and to say that they'll lose a grand final if you were playing in that side when they win by 70 points, that that's a pretty deep thing. And as I said, people always go back and say, look, it's only words. But as a professional footballer and you haven't played in a premiership, especially after what Jake's gone through with the, all the stuff at Essendon, trying to go to Melbourne for a fresh start, um, I can understand why it did cut him pretty deep. And yeah. I think no one, no one likes violence. Um, but we also understand that Steve, Steve probably got, he's got history in this. Like whenever he, when he has um, alcohol in him, it's not the first time he's been punched by a teammate. The last time someone got sacked because of the comments that he made after he got a warning, kept going. This time, Jake. From from what I see, is the Melbourne Melbourne haven't penalised Jake to miss a game because they thought, well, if he disrespects you like that, it's well in your rights to to defend yourself. Yes, they're going to do some community service, um, but as far as not missing a game, they're sitting back going, "Well, Steve, you crossed the line and you got dealt the blow." He made a lot of sense, didn't he? Luke Hodge, he's been there, done that. He's a leader of uh, men. He's been uh, an aspiring leader for Hawthorne, and he did a lot of good things when he went to the Brisbane Lions and uh, turned the culture around there and got them certainly on the path to where they are now. So an outstanding performance there by um, uh, Luke Hodge, and I thought that was well worth having a listen to. Just uh, the cricket last night, Australia, very impressive Winning by 10 wickets, Sri Lanka were dismissed. Well, basically after the 20 overs, uh, they were all uh, rolled there. Uh, Let's just check the score. Uh, 128 in the 20th over, all out for 128. A bit of a stunning collapse there by Sri Lanka, and Josh Hazelwood was just outstanding. And then Australia making it. With no wickets down, none for 134. Dominant batting performance. Duan Tushara watches it go over. He wins it with a six. Australia take the lead. The first game going in their favour and showing everyone why they are the world champions, why they are the number one team. Yeah, it was nice to get a few and have a really good partnership with Davey there. they bowled really well in the first couple of overs. Teek Shana has, has given us a few problems for a while now. But, um, yeah, I mean, it was, it was a really good performance. I think we had the better of the conditions uh, with a little bit of rain coming down there as well. There you go. Aaron Finch finished 61 not out of 40 balls, hit four fours and four sixes. And David Warner, who opened the batting with him, finished 70 not out of 44 balls with nine fours. And I mentioned Josh Hazelwood, who was a, a real star for the Australians, bowled his four overs and took four for 16. Uh, Mitchell Stark took three for 26, and Kane Richardson took one for 22. And as I said, Sri Lanka started not too bad, but then it's just a, it was a procession. At one stage, they were one for 100, actually, uh, and going on their way, and then rolled out for 128. So they lost nine for 28. And we've got, of course, the second match uh, in a couple of days' time. Australia taking on Sri Lanka. In fact, they might be on tonight, actually. I think they're playing back-to-back games. Jimmy, if you can just confirm that. But I'm feeling that game, too, between Australia and Sri Lanka may be on this evening or certainly tomorrow. It is on this evening? Yeah, it is on this evening. I knew, uh, just from memory, they were playing back-to-back games.
All right, uh, that's basically it for the program. As I said, tomorrow night we're going to be focusing on the AFL. Uh, there's only the Fremantle Dockers doing battle, and they're taking on Hawthorne. It'll be interesting to see what sort of side they put out the uh, Fremantle Footy Club, and in particular, Nat Five uh, will 99.9% come into the Fremantle Dockers lineup for their match uh, on Saturday afternoon against uh, the Travelling Hawks. And we'll have to see who replaces uh, Michael Frederick, who misses that one game. Uh, Lisa has sent through a text on the Temperate Bedshed text line. She says, hi, Peter. Great interview with champion and legend Robert Wiley, who, by the way, I had a chat to early on the program about the WAFL uh, Eagles and the chance possibly with a few players coming back from the AFL they could give maybe Claremont a run for their money. Should be a good game, actually, out there at Claremont Oval, known as uh, Revo Fitness Stadium these days. Uh, 11-10, it gets underway. It's an early game on Saturday. But she says he's such a positive person, great mentor for the younger players. Hope one day when Adam Simpson leaves that Rob gets a chance to maybe coach or be an assistant coach back at the Eagles. So uh, there you go. Good on you, Elise. Hope you enjoyed that. Thanks, Bray. Thanks, Jimmy. As I said, Kim Hankdorn will be in the studio tomorrow from 5 o'clock. Get ready. Who knows what sort of information he'll bring to the microphone. And he may break a story or two as well. So I suggest tune in from 5 straight after Hazen Mardo and the run home. Thanks for joining us. Uh, The show has been brought to you by Toolmart, the complete tool centre. By the way, get ready. Toolmart's big tradies expo happens on the 17th. That is Friday week right through the weekend at Ascot Racecourse. Have a great night, everyone. Stay dry and drive carefully.